Well, welcome to the Columbus Free Methodist Church podcast. We are a church that strives to share the message of Jesus to the city of Columbus and beyond. I'm so thankful that you are continuing with us in our journey as we walk through different psalms this summer and really excited for this episode. We have a wonderful conversation with Kurt Binion, who is a longtime member of our church and just a great person to talk to, hear stories from. And he shares one of his favorite psalms being Psalm number one, which for me too is a great psalm. It's one I love. And we just have a really good conversation that kind of goes all over the place that talks about his own faith, talks about some of his upbringing, just a really good conversation. I really think you're going to like it. I hope you do. And uh, here we go to our fun conversation with Kurt Binion. Well, Kurt, I am excited and thankful to have you on the podcast. Thanks for joining us as we talk about Psalms. And you, as we were messaging this week, you gave me four different Psalms and we narrowed it in today, or you did, on Psalm number one as one of your favorites. Why Why is Psalm number one one of your favorites? It goes back to when I was a child back in Sims, Indiana, in a Wesleyan church. And we had two Sunday school teachers. One's name was Paul Brock, and the other was Charlie Collins. And Paul was a sensitive, quiet, big, big guy. He was a farmer, but just as gentle as could be. And Charlie was very loquacious. He was outspoken. He was always a character. He loved country music. He loved to fish, and he loved to work with the boys. And our group was very active. We had many, many kids for a little town church, and but they corralled us. And one of the things that they always emphasized was you need to be in the scripture and you need to understand the what God is, who God is, and what He's going to mean to you today. Not only just today, but down the road as we you know we progress in life. And Psalm 1, yeah, they told us, you know, it's about good and evil. It's about simple things. It's about common sense. And it's that approach to Christianity and to life that you'll want to take. Because it, it gives, you know, it, it tells you that blessed is the man who walks in light and Cursed is that who walks in the evil, you know, who walks in the darkness, where he's like the shaft of wheat. He gets blown away, and he doesn't stand the test of time. It also tells you it's important to know the people you're in and around. And it also was important that they taught us that we're not all called to change the world as in a big sense. But you're called to be a difference maker in your world. Mm. Wherever your fingertips touch, that's the difference you make. Whether you're the baseball coach, you're the basketball coach, you're the student, you're the friend, you're the parent, or you're you know, successful in business, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Wherever your fingers go, wherever your light reaches, that's the influence you have to have. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what Paul and Charlie taught us. So that's that's why this particular one has always meant a lot to me. Yeah. It's easy. It and in a lot of ways it is. I think I like how you said that too. It's it is in a lot of ways it's easy to understand. But you said something toward the beginning that I wanted to just ask you on. You said it's almost it's like common sense. Exactly. And it is. How how does common sense play a role into your personal walk with Jesus? Does it, what does that look like? Where does that come in? Every day, every day. Take a look, watch the sun come up some morning and how can you not understand the awesomeness of God? The guy who put all this together. If you see the, the clouds after the rain, you go, wow, sunsets, they're beautiful. You don't have to be genius to understand somebody's in charge of all this this isn't just spinning around in the world you know it's just not happening because i want it to that's that's what this this section of scripture is talking about you know it's it's talking about the guy that created it all he's going to keep you right here mm-hmm. walk in that light and then mm-hmm. over here on the other side he says the wicked they're never going to see me they're not going to be a part of me. If you want to be a part of this, this is what you have to do. That's what I think. Yeah. And that's just common sense. It's not, you don't have to, you don't have to be, I, I use this phrase often with kids. You've heard me say it here in church many times. You don't have to be a Phi Beta Kappa to understand this stuff. You know, open your eyes. Mm-hmm. Is it right or is it wrong? Answer the question. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know when it's right and when it's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Yeah. Common sense. I think that's really good. I think that fits that idea. I mean, I think it's, I'm drawing a blank now, but it's Jeremiah, I believe, says the law is written on your heart. And it's, it kind of goes right along with what you're saying there. Right. So I think that fits really, really well. Um, What, as it says here, um, blessed... says blessed is those who walk in the way of the lord and who plant their streams i love the imagery in verse three is like a tree planted by a stream which yields fruit in a in in season and whose leaves do not wither whatever they do prospers what does that look like what does it look like for you to make sure you're planted with deep roots by the stream of water Great question. Um, <clears throat> well, if if you plant yourself, or or if you plant a seed shallow in the dirt, you don't care for it. It'll sprout. A little bit of water will make it grow. Eventually, it may get some height to it, may may even blossom. But eventually, because the roots aren't deep, it dies. And in our lives, we have that same opportunity. When you look at what life is, who the Lord is, 
what he did and how he created everything, that's the living water that you want to be attached to. You want your roots deep in that so that your eyes are open to opportunities so that you can, in our Christianity world, we say witness to other people. Really what you want to say is I want to be a good example, Mm -hmm. but I draw my strength from these warnings in this book that you better be drawing the water from the deep well. Mm -hmm. Our goal in life really is nothing more than this. Two things. Number one, you want your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And that means you've done the work. That means that relationship is there. Mm-hmm. It means it's it's you're accountable to it. Doesn't mean you're perfect. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you don't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that mm-hmm. sometimes you are lost a little bit, but you come back to it. Mm-hmm. And the support from the Lord, you know, He puts people there in your way. Mm-hmm. He puts people there to guide you. Mm-hmm. Those are those influences, Mm -hmm. those people who are at the fingertips of their light. Mm -hmm. Hey, Kurt, maybe you didn't do this exactly right. Hey, Kurt, your bottle of carnality, that lid's a little loose. You need to tighten it up. (laughs) You know, and that's and that's what I think you you need to. You're not always going to be as strong as an oak. You're not always going to be able to withstand the storms. You're going to have those weak moments. But you better have that peace and you better have that understanding because eternity's a long, long time. How do you draw? I love how you put that drawing from the deep well. Like that's what we're going for. How do you personally draw from the deep well when you're in those those seasons of struggle? Like you had just talked about, like when whether your bala carnality loosens a little bit or you're just facing hardship within your personal life, within your family. What, what does it look like for you in the midst of that season to draw from the deep well? Good question. Again, I, um, personal experiences will give you strength. Mm -hmm. I have, um, I've told you this story that when I, I watched, watched as my dad took his last breath. And then drove 70 miles to a door full of two brothers, two sisters, and my mom. And they, I had to tell them that my dad didn't make it, that he had died. That's pretty hard. But I was not abandoned. God didn't say, I pick you out today and I'm going to make your day miserable. He didn't do that. God said, yeah, draw close to me. Come here. Let's, let's think about this for a minute walk in the light avoid the darkness and I am there Mm -hmm. and that's a promise Mm -hmm. so in my own personal life when I face those kinds of things it's what's the worst thing that can happen I die Mm -hmm. if I die I'm in heaven that's Mm -hmm. eternity right (laughs) 
So, mm-hmm. so I really don't, mm-hmm. I don't get myself, I don't allow myself mm-hmm. to get so despondent over the day mm-hmm. that I can't see the beauty of what is there. Mm-hmm. You know, in if I, that's, you know, it's tough sometimes. And when you've walked in my shoes, sometimes it's been real tough. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it. That's, yeah, that's that's the first time that I ever remember really needing, really wanting to, you know, or saying, "Hey, where's God here?" Yeah, this is horrible. I I think that's. I you've mean, you've been through that. Yeah, and you I was too. just gonna say. I mean, this is where I think, and some people know this part of my story too, but it's it's a super similar interaction for me. I mean, the first time that Jesus came to me personally was at some point, probably within a couple months after my dad had passed when I was eight and sitting in my room and just feeling this overwhelming sensation of him saying, it's going to be okay. I'm with you. And mm-hmm. I, and I hear that and what you're saying, I hear that same yeah. idea. Um, and it's amazing how in those moments when we lose loved ones, and I've heard, I'm sure you have too, but stories of others who have lost loved ones, whether it's parents or other significant family members, it it's amazing. God shows up in those moments. It doesn't mean it's necessarily easier. <laughs> we no. still We still have to walk through the heartbreak, the struggle, the grief. We still have to process all that. Mm-hmm. But God is with us in the midst of it, and it really does, it change. It can change everything. It can change your outlook and where your life goes from there if you're willing to cling to that instead of walking in the way of the wicked. Um, yeah. You can be angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can. Mm-hmm. I mean, Absolutely. And you can question God on things. You can say, hey, what's what's the deal here? Yeah. And, you know, in my case, you know, one of my, my favorite stories is, is Jonah. And first thing when I get to heaven, or one of the first questions I'm going to ask, what happened to him? Mm-hmm. Because how does he get away with what he did and what yeah. he does? Hmm. And how does it end up for him? You know, yeah. Where did he end up? Yeah. So why, why was it so rough for me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I believe... You know, there's an old adage in the church that if you train up a child in the way it should go, when they when they are old, they'll not depart from it. And I think there's truth in that. If you have a foundation, if even however how small it is, you'll grasp hold of it because uh-huh. it's hope, uh-huh. it's positive. Uh-huh. And when the world's spinning out negatively, uh-huh. you you just you need to grasp hold. Yeah. And what funny things happen is that God will find you, and God will pull you back, and God will protect you, and God will bring you right to where He's His plan, whatever it is for mm-hmm. you, will be. You mm-hmm. don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah. but you know He'll bring you back. And I think, in a way, I think the psalmist kind of answers this question for us too. In verse two, he says. Those who delight in the Lord will meditate on his law day and night. We meditate on God. And I think, especially for us being after Jesus, we have the opportunity to meditate on the person of Jesus and to learn and know who he is from the Gospels. And I I think meditating on him, thinking on him, 
it makes all the difference. The disciples walked side by side with Christ mm-hmm. and didn't know who he was. Yep. You're the I don't get it guys. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get it all the time. No. But we have we have the mm-hmm. list. We have the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really good. That's really good. Verse 6 is just a powerful way to end this Psalm 2. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. But there's still hope, even for the wicked. Yes. Because, remember, the malefactors hanging on a cross. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the one is a mock. He's mocking. Mm -hmm. And the other says, oh, wait a minute. Don't you realize who this is? Yeah. And then Jesus says to him, yeah, True. it's not over this, till it's over. Yeah, it ain't right? over till the fat yeah. lady. Or <laughs> not, not really. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> it's not over till it's over. You're right. It's yeah. not over till it's, it's over. However, you want to say it, it doesn't exactly. matter. It's not over till it's over. But I think in the midst when we are meditating on God, and even if things are going wrong, even if we're questioning, even if we're struggling, I think that first part of six is so powerful. For the Lord watches over you. He watches over you. He watches over us. Mm-hmm. We're not doing this completely alone, completely isolated. The Lord watches over us. And as, I mean, if you've heard me at all, you've probably heard me say, the Lord watches over us and we get to do this together. We do it with each other. That's why he created the church. It's so we can do life together. Exactly. And that's a huge part of this. Yeah. You can't do it on your own. No. You know, you... You know, Noah was the last person whose righteousness saved anybody. Mm-hmm. My righteousness doesn't make a bit of difference mm-hmm. to anybody else but to me and the Lord. Yep. You know, I can't save you. I can't save anybody else. But I certainly can yep. pray for you. I can lift you up. Mm-hmm. And I can hope for you. Yep. That's and good. That's, that's what it's all about. Well, Kurt, is there anything else to share from this psalm or just in general? Today? As we close, <laughs> I know Kurt, you and, and most people who know Kurt will know he always has more to say. There's always something, which is one of the things I love about Kurt. But in this moment, in this moment any- no. I mean, there, um, the, the message is pretty clear. You yeah. Know, the, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great, great time to be in the Lord. I mean, we have opportunities. Uh, they're all they abound everywhere, and for people who think that, you know, today is a lot worse than what it was yesterday, they just need to read the scriptures mm-hmm. and find out that mm-hmm. people actually got stoned yeah. back in the days, and yeah. it wasn't a a euphoric sense. It was that no. they were taking outside the city and beaten to death with stones. Yeah, we don't do that these days. No, we have different not where sin. We, are. we have different kind of sin, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But the hope, the hope reigns there. Yeah. And, you know, that's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kurt, thank you so much. And as I just think on this psalm, I just pray that we would all go plant our own trees, plant our roots as close to that deep well, to that river flowing, never ending river of Jesus and his love for us and go plant it close. So, Kurt, thank you so much. Got to have the strength. Cool drink of water every once in a while. There you go. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I personally really enjoyed that conversation with Kurt. It went in a lot of different places, but honestly, it was just a great conversation and reminded me of just the importance of 
planting myself as close to Jesus as I can. Well, I want to thank you so much for being a part of this summer series with us. If you're enjoying as we're going through the Psalms, I'd love for you to let us know. Uh, Leave us a rating, leave us a review that helps us get known, that helps us continue to get the word out. Share it with someone else who may enjoy this series on the Psalms and may even enjoy this conversation around Psalm number one. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, we are a church that strives to share the message of Jesus to the city of Columbus. God bless. Have a great day.